Sir. You almost didn't make it. You are on deadline. What do you got going on? Promote yourself. <laughs> well, deadline was actually my bowling magazine, but uh, but I'm always willing to promote Billiards Digest. So that that's that's going to the printer this week as well. BilliardsDigest.com. Get it while they're hot. So uh, you're not pulling it back and uh, changing everything based off of the new news today? Uh, I am making some last-minute edits, and I'm waiting for some other news to come tonight that might drop in there. Other news that's coming tonight? Wow, Ooh. what's going on? Not at liberty to say. Sorry. Ooh. What a dog. Oh. Next podcast. oh, coming from you, Mike. Anyone but you can say that. <laughs> Anyone but you can say it's that. a competing Come podcast news break. Uh, yes. Wow. <clears throat> no, well, you're gonna think, you're gonna tell us off air, right? Uh, for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm just waiting for some updated announcements and stuff that's already come out, but just some updates. So okay. oh, well. the print. So once that gets uh once that gets available, where are we gonna find it? Uh well you'll probably get it, but by the time the magazine comes out, you will have had it for you know, things like your podcast. So uh, I'll still be late. <laughs> We're promoting you right now. I know. You're a hell of a job, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're doing it. You're crushing it, man. You're absolutely crushing it. I wonder it. circulation's lagging. Yeah, yeah I guess. I, I, I'm waiting for my first magazine. I signed up. I'm going to get me some Billiard Digest magazines. I'm excited for that. There you go. Think how much smarter you're gonna be about the game after you start getting this every month. Wow, I I might actually know like ten percent of what I'm talking about at that point. <laughs> I'll take the under. <laughs> Listen here, pal. Listen here, pal. Well, uh, here we go. Everybody, go out and get your subscription to Billiards Digest too, because why not? There he is. Get it. Thank you. There you go. Uh, all right, here it is. Let's see here. Let's uh, let's get started. How exciting is this? Seven hundred and fourteen slash seven hundred and thirteen. Who really knows what it's going to be? I guess uh, I, originally I said it. Originally I said it can't be seven fourteen, or I, I said it had to be seven fourteen. I just feel like if you pot a ball, you pot a ball when you're doing stuff like this. Even if you scratch, I just feel like that kills your inning at that point. You still potted the ball. But like I'm kind of being talked back on that, and I feel like it's probably seven thirteen. Well, I don't, I don't know. But not, regardless, did he not pat the ball on his scratch? He made the ball, but well, he scratched but he the ball, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Right, correct. Yeah, yeah. Seven fourteen. That's fifty one racks. Yeah, yeah. He made the so, break ball and scratched. Yeah, yeah. So the break ball doesn't count. So it's seven correct. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Don't that's piss it. off, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I had asked because of the minus one from the scratch, but then I got I, yeah, some people that, were saying that it doesn't matter because no. it's not the competition. It's it's not competition. The, the, I would say the, yeah. the, the, the run just ends well, right then and there. Lose, but he did lose the ball. He would have had seven fifteen had he not scratched. He made the yeah. break ball right. So right, yeah. I could even make an argument that if you pot the ball, you pot the ball. I mean, that's but yeah, you know, I get that. I there get was that. I don't know. There was one thing I noticed that was. Striking. When I watch people play straight pool, I I played Willie one time, and I the one thing I really concentrated on when he was breaking the balls what 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 was the cue ball going to do when it hit the rack? And when he broke, it pretty much the cue ball did the same thing every single time he broke, and that would be it would hesitate 
balls would break open and then it would roll forward into the rack about three or four inches and stop. So Willie would have a shot at any six pockets, any ball in any one of the six pockets that he wanted. Normally the corner two pockets, he would have a ball in either one that he wanted to shoot next. Uh, Jason, a couple of racks did that. And that's, and I just don't see that when, when I watch straight pool anymore, that happening, people getting the cue ball to force itself in to the center of the rack and push the balls out. And they usually deflect off the rack, go to a rail and come back up. And then you have chances of scratching where Willie, when he broke the balls, hardly ever scratched. You say that because um, I talked to Jason before he went down to, I talked to him after turning stone and he was talking about going down to Virginia to play in the straight pool and uh, to take his shots at the, at the record. And one thing that he said, and I don't know if this, this, has any impact on why he started breaking like you were talking about hitting the cue ball in the centers because he said that they, he was told that the packets were five inch and they play like six and he said his big concern was scratching off the break shots right. because the ball, those packets were big enough to swallow up the cue ball if it got anywhere near so i'm guessing at some point he made a conscious effort to try to keep the cue ball in the middle of the table because he was worried about those packets and sure enough when he did scratched and run it was on a break shot sure and it was yeah but it was pretty one. brutal it was pretty brutal it's because he goes one. up 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 table and then it comes all the way back down yeah sure. and, it and it never it never swayed from the exact heart of that pocket so it'll tell you how good that table is playing that it's traveling what is it it's traveling you know close to 10 foot 11 foot and that ball you, never even what, wiggled it was going when it, straight when it the passes the, the side pocket he's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know, there's there's got to be yeah. like two parts, and, and I'll ask this question to Jason. Jason will join the podcast in the next couple of days, I would assume. He's he's usually always good about coming on whenever we ask him to. And I, I want to know, like, what was going through his head when he's looking at that? Like, I'm sure part of it's got to be like, damn it, this is how it ends. Come on, I got to sit here and stare at the ball just coming straight at me. Like, it's a torturous way to lose. But like, right. part of it, I mean, he's got to have a little bit of like almost like relief that he's done. The exhaustion is done. He's played all through the night, eleven hours straight. <laughs> Like he's got to be exhausted. Like he has got to be exhausted. It's eight a.m. there. I think it's sometimes it was like eight a.m. there. He played. He didn't all seem the night. like it. He didn't seem like it while you know when I when I tuned in at like seven o'clock this morning because he seemed like he was still fired up. But I'm sure once that ball went in the hole and he realizes it's over, then it was just. If I'm sure it hit him like a ton of bricks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, yeah, I woke up. I woke up to go in and um, I'm a big tennis fan. So the Australians going on right now and I wake up in the morning, check some tennis scores and I look on Facebook and I see a notification. It was Telfer submitting a post to uh, the Dunsky dungeon. And I was like, what the hell is Jim submitting a post for? He's not on a podcast right now. Maybe he's playing. So I, I happened to click on it. And then that's whenever I saw that. I think at that time he was somewhere around like 570. So I'm glad that I, you know, with one eye open, was there checking it out. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty special. I mean, Mike, Mike knows because he's a fan of baseball, you know, and I grew up watching baseball, and it's all, it's, it's a numbers game, yeah. you know, and 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 certain numbers are just sacred and immortal, and um, you know, these these high runs of 14.1, which is the foundation of of our sport. Um, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it, man. Yeah, well, seven fourteen was the big number in baseball, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So pretty poetic. Really quick. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Really quickly before we continue on, uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Abdullah 
Uh, Kandari, thank you very much for the stars. And then uh, we haven't had this request for a long time, but um, let's see here. Where is it? Uh, somebody asked us to actually like uh, give our names. So uh, David uh, Shivak, uh, I guess I'm Nate Mindham. I am the founder of uh, Cue It Up podcast or Cue It Up Network, I guess. Uh, Mike Pinozo, you can go next. Mike Pinozo from Billiards Digest in Chicago. Uh, Rob, go on. Uh, I'm Rob Hovick. I was uh, asked by Nate, oh, about three and a half years ago to be a co-host for the Cue It Up podcast. And after a deliberation of like a month, I got back to him with, sure. <laughs> well, no, you got back to me with, what the hell's a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That is what I said, Yes. I've been researching it for a month. I still can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, Molina Mike. Yeah. Really bad I, I, was, bunch, I was asked to go in, and join in and, you know, with Slim Pickens and I was free during the day. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going on two years straight now. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> so uh, so you have, you have right. windows open for the uh, for tennis as well. No, I'll just I'll, I'll just gamble online on tennis. Hey, but I love you know, you know, guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of parallels when it comes to pool and tennis. And, and I that's mentioned why I love this it so to much. Nate the other day, and and of course he shot me down. But the one thing that struck this whole tennis thing in Australia and all that and the COVID stuff was that it's on national news every day, every station, and I don't remember hearing Earl Strickland's name mentioned one time on any national news broadcast about the his COVID thing and the Moscone Cup. And that kind of stuck in my craw a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we can get 60 minutes on the Dennis Arcolo case. There you go. That yeah, too. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a little go. similar what happened to Novak, but, you know, tennis is tennis, yeah. man. We're, yeah. we're, we're not there it's yet. Slightly bigger Dude. Yeah. Huge shout out to uh, Richard Carbon as well. Thank you very much for the stuff. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Pinozo, you've been covering the industry uh, just a little bit longer than we have, you know, being uh, 43 years old like you are. Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us, I guess, uh, first, I guess, take us through, I guess, John, John breaking it um, and what that meant to you and what you thought that meant to the industry. And now what is it about two years later, not even two years later, it's yeah. broken again. Take us through, I guess, what you think uh, this means off of that. Well, I, I think what this means is <clears throat> is, is pretty simple, that, it, that these guys are good enough where if they devoted the time and the effort to pretty much any record that's out there, it would be in threat of being tapped. Uh, and I think, you know, give John credit a lot of uh, – John Schmidt a lot of credit because, you know, his – his desire to break Masconi's record was such a, a personal thing to him. That's what I found really so interesting about that. He was a historian and he loved straight pool and, and, and his story was, was really cool. And if he doesn't do that, we're not having these contests today. We're not having a lot of this straight pool action today. We're not having this interest in what's happening today that we have. So, you know, you give John credit for both, you know, uh, his, his love of the game and his, his desire to break that record on a very personal basis. And then what it did to the sport going forward, it certainly didn't transcend a sport like we had hoped it had. It did for a couple of minutes, New York Times, whatever, but uh, it didn't have the impact we were hoping. But 
it, it, it in the pool world, it was still a big deal and brought a lot of people to talk about it. And, uh, um, you know, these straight pool runs since then that, that these guys are taking the time to play straight pool and make those run. I think that's really cool. Uh, it was, well, I think they're, they're incentivized, aren't they? I mean, it, they're not just saying like, oh yeah, we'll sign up. Like they're, they're dangling the carrot. There's gotta be, there's gotta be and, something. And, and in front of them. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I yeah. think these, these fellas in Virginia, you know, have, have, uh, when Jason was talking to me about going down there after turning stone, said these guys have you know gotten friends together and they pooled a bunch of money and they've got this private club and they're bringing a couple of players in and you can go in there and you can take you know as many shots as you want and they've got a referee and a racker and and constant video and and go ahead and take a run at it and if you break that number then you know you're going to get you're going to get the money you're going to get all the money that's in the pot in the pool so there's incentive and uh and jason said you know he was actually going to go he told me he was going to go play in arizona at the predator event uh, but it was filled up by the time he w- just right. thought he would give it a shot. And so he said, yeah, I'm going to go to Virginia. And I think that that's a great warm up for going to Derby city. He said, I'll, you know, I'll play straight pool for five days and then go to Derby city and I'll be in, you know, dead punch. Uh, so I, you know, now it's going to be whether he's got the stamina to make it through <laughs> Derby city after this five days of straight pool runs. Cause he threw some big numbers up there. Yeah. Uh, well, there's nothing better. He could that, break it. For- Pocketing balls than playing straight pool. Look how many you can pocket in an hour. You can't play nine ball and pocket as many balls as you can in straight pool in an hour. And practice and playing pool is all about pocketing balls. Uh, Nate, you want to win some more tournaments, buddy? You go start trying to run 100 balls on a nine-foot table, and you'll get there. I could, Rob, I couldn't run 100 balls in straight pool if you gave me 100 innings. Stop that. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, I guess, uh, Melina, Mike, what do you think of that? What, uh, what, what do you think of what he said? Yeah. I mean, Pinozo makes a lot of great points. You know, n- none of this happens without John, you know, and for as much, as much as he gets it online from people, um, you know, without, without him going and, and taking a swing at it and, you know, beating Willie Moscone's record, then, you know, none of this goes and happens. Now his issue with, you know, the guy who's running it and Bobby Chamberlain, and that's why he wants to get incentivized guys to go and play. That's between them. Um, but either way, like just from a pure standpoint, I love seeing records get broken, you know, and it was really special to go and be able to watch it, which is something that, you know, we can't say with, with, with Johns for whatever reason. You know, he's he's got his own, his own reasoning behind keeping that video to himself. Um, it kind of like, like Mike said at the beginning, it, it was kind of a shot in the arm for pool, but it didn't take long for it to go and lose its luster because, you know, nobody could really go and see it. Um, and I really think it would have been better served. And who knows how he'll go on the field now. You know, I don't want to say it's it's meaningless, but um, it's not going to be the same because now Jason just, you know, demolished it the way that he did. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jason, what can you say, man? He's a warrior to put on that kind of marathon with two kids. I don't know how you do it, you know? And I think he was already, if, if I understand it right, he was already done. He's packing up to go home. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to give it one more swing. And then, you know, he ends up going and, and hitting 714. So, um, yeah, he's going to be in dead punch for, for Derby City. Um, but I wonder how much, like, his aiming towards five inches is going to be different compared to going and playing on those tables. I might imagine he might have to go and, Fine, fine tune some things, but it's a special day in pool. 
from what I watched of his play, almost every single shot he shot was straight in the middle of the hole. <laughs> and no matter what kind of pockets they were or anything else, it was well, he was, playing with, he was playing with fire there at the end. Like it wasn't there it wasn't the couple. cleanest at the end. And I remember there four was balls. like a four ball. That four <laughs> ball, yeah. That four I ball, man, that. where it was like where it was I like it ain't gonna go. And it stays, yeah, and then it stays, and all of a sudden it just it just goes in there. Yeah, um, that one real, real quick, Jim, I want to thank you because if it wasn't for you going and sharing that video this morning, I would have never seen it because I would have gone back to bed. So I saw <laughs> you sharing a post, and it popped up on my thing, and, and I was, was like on, – on, on the Legends of Pool Facebook page, they were announcing that they couldn't live stream it anymore. So they were giving some updates. So I said to them, I says, surely one of you has got a telephone. Surely one of you has got an iPhone. You can just stick it in front of the table or stick it in front of your screen and give us something to watch. Ten minutes later, they did it. So then, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then they, they had, they had like about 58 viewers. And the guy was doing it saying, we've only got 58 viewers here. I know everybody's getting awake, but can people share this? So I shared to all the pool groups like I have with here. And it went to like 1K in like three minutes. <laughs> it was like, yeah. boom, ding, 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 ding. The ticker going up. Amazing. And, oh, what a... What a I never expected to see that today. I knew I knew Jason was playing well and he was hitting some big numbers over the last few days. But like like Mike said, I thought he was done. And then all of a sudden he decided, you know what? I'm not done. I want one more crack at this. And he's played for like 10 hours. And then just at the end of the 10 hours, he's just gone completely mental. I mean, the speed he was playing at. And I mean, we we all have, you know, we all have as players, we have he made our it look own, so easy. But we all have our own personal records. And I can promise you, just from playing myself. You get to a certain stage in your run where you think this might be it, and then you start. Then your your head starts messing with you. And one thing I noticed about Jason was he kept playing the right shots because in straight pull oh, yeah. the right the right shot is not always the easiest shot that you have left over. Oh, yeah. And he kept playing the right shots. He kept taking on those full length uh, cross corner shots when it was an was easier nice. shot. And that's that is that is playing proper straight pull. That is playing yeah. the game and not playing that's the correct. situation that you're in. You know? Yeah, removing balls from certain areas. Really, really well. There was there was no moment where I thought he's starting to change things because he's getting close. And you see that with a lot of players when they get to that mark that they're looking for, they start to slightly change the speed they're playing at. They start to change the shot selection to be a little bit more defensive. He didn't do that. He just went all out. There was one shot he played. One shot he played. I thought. That's not how you've been hitting it all match. If you look at his break shot on the rack to beat the 6-2-6. So he just needs one more break shot. and he It was needs, real flat. It was real flat, real stiff. Yeah. And he was kind of yeah. lucky that he got a ball because then he had to go in, He had to go into the pack two, two or three more times. Right. He hit that a lot softer and a lot more defensive. And that was the one he knew. Just don't, I'm sure he was just thinking, don't scratch, don't scratch. Just give me a table to shoot at, <laughs> give me a ball, and I'll get this 6-2-6. And he had to go in the pack a couple other times. And his cue ball ended up going way off the table, right? Yeah, but the rest his... of the breaks he was playing, he was leaving himself such an angle, he was just saying, I just pot the ball, and these are going everywhere. And like I said to Nate earlier on, if you want some guy to turn around to a guy and say, all you need to do is pot this ball, oh, Shaw's God. the guy you're going to tell. You ask some of those break shots were just beautiful. I mean, it just opened well, up like... Every time. And he, he knew exactly what angle he needed. He left kind of the same break shot, depending on which side of the table. Uh, pretty much the same shot every time. And he knew it was a safe one. Yeah. You know, and, and then you it was notice, Jim, one. that he yeah. he would leave a ball 
one or two balls between either side pocket for the yeah. ball before the break ball almost every time too. I've got to say, I'm quite impressed. I, I mean, I know Jason's the kind of guy you can play any game you ask him to play, but I didn't actually realize that he was at ta- he was tactically as as good at straight pull as what he showed during that run. His he got himself in a situation. Though, yeah, he's far, he can get himself out of problems, but he played it the way it should be played. Oh yeah, you know, and, and he didn't stop doing it, and he found a rhythm on that table. He found, you know, I. I, I there was a couple of times he had to come out with shots where you were thinking this might be a test or he just got down oh. straight in the center of the pocket. And that's what oh, his gross. firepower does. He can get himself yeah. out of situations that other players maybe or other people's maybe got afraid of. But, wow. He, he but, blew his previous high run by 300 balls. Like, well, <laughs> that's crazy. He, well, yeah. no, he goes he, from 407 he, to 714. I mean, this it, week, it's, it's this, this week, this week, he broke his previous high run by about 500 balls. Just this week. I wish, I wish we had Dennis on, back. I wish Dennis was, like back, two, was coming back. I, want I think to see, he started I want, on like 230. Before Damn. he started on this week, he was on 230, I think, is a high run. <laughs> well, what's going to happen here, I believe, fellas, is we're going to see some of these top players now trying to get another number. 1,000 balls. I think that's what we're going to see. John Schmidt started it. Well, I'd like, and I'd love that's to go take see a lot of Jason continued it. And I think you're going to see some players now trying to do that. They're going to well, try we're to need a lot of mans- We're going to need a lot of manscapes to keep all those clean. That's all I know. Hey, apparently Jason's in the chat. Jason, Come send on. him the link, mate. Jason's in the chat. The send him the link. Get him on. Get him on here. Yeah. I don't know. Is he worthy? Is you think seven fourteen is worth <laughs> joining the podcast for? I'm not. I, I mean, know. it was a pretty. It was a pretty shitty break shot that he played on rock. <laughs> I mean, it, it, is, it is a standard. It is a standard break down shot. And everybody knows, was, oh, everybody so knows cool. you're going to scratch on that kind of break shot. I mean, yeah, on, Jason, right. you're not. You're not Torsten Holman. I mean, God, you don't play that kind of break shot. <laughs> oh, oh, so, uh, Jim. We actually had somebody that uh, wanted to, uh, uh, they wanted to introduce everyone. So uh, I guess jump in real quick and actually say who you are. And I, I guess, I don't know why you're here if you want. Somebody want, requested that. So go ahead. We were here for the beginning. We've all wanted yeah, that from Jim. <laughs> you got some sushi oh, what do you there? got for us there, I'm Jimmy? Jimmy, Jim, my lad. You got I'm some Jim food Telfer. for us now. I'm Jim Telfer, and I'm just here to eat sushi and drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Good gosh, on you, like, Good oh, on it's you, eight o'clock at night where you are. No, yeah, yeah. I've just been feeding the baby. I got a new baby. I'll, I'll bring her in when she when she's finished feeding. Oh, me beautiful! Do that. Four days old. Four days old. There's there's there's, 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 there's so many. That's... There's so many factors to go and appreciate from all this, you know, because Jason really made it look easy at times, you know, from from the past few days of me watching him go and play on that table. And it's just his his talent um, is just so high. Um, what a great start to the year, you know. And who knows, this may go and springboard him into many more successes for for twenty two, you know. Absolutely. Oh, well, what so, what uh, is what is it going to do well, to his? He was already a pretty confident pool player. And well, hold on, now, really, really. Where's good. his uh, confidence going to go? Yeah. Right through the roof. Wow. Thank you very much to Eves as well for the stars. Appreciate that. I want to give a shout out as they come in. So thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Jason's already maybe the most confident pool player in the world. Does it? Does this help? Does does he need this to, you know, help him out with that? I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, I, don't think this, I don't think this did anything for his safety game. No. <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you this. If he pots balls as well as he does, what the hell do you need to play a safety yeah, game? You know, you 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 no. Listen, I'll tell you what. Knowing Jason, he'll be delighted that he's done it, but he won't be surprised. I think he. I think he almost expected to do it. Oh, well, he called the shot though. I, I saw him on a post the, the other day where he was pretty yeah, much calling it, saying yeah. that he was going to go and, and break it. Yeah. And in, and in my head, I was like, "That's a little ambitious." And he put his money where his mouth is and backed it up. And you know, a couple of days later, you know, he's smashing records, man. I mean, how strong is that? It's it, it's it's phenomenal. How good is this it's for Pool? Come on. Well. All right, well, let's let's take it from there. Uh, I guess we talked about like what kind of what our uh, reaction to it. What what do we think this means for pool? Do you think so? We are a little bit disappointed, I guess, in uh, the um, the lack of growth that pool had. I think from the John Schmidt time. Um, but you know, I I've already given my opinion on that a lot of the times in the past. You know, maybe if the maybe if we had the opportunity to see the video, things would have been different. Who knows? I don't know. Um, assuming that the video is made of well, you had an opinion time. on that, didn't you, Nate? <laughs> yeah, I may or may not have had an opinion on that, and I may or may I'm not sure, have said I'm it sure, 50 I'm times sure to anybody who will listen. I'm sure there's people watching that didn't catch it first time. Go ahead, I'm just eating my sushi. I'll listen. Yeah, go ahead, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, Mike I, Pinozo, here. here's your comment 714 Club. So, uh, Maybe. yeah. I guess uh, assuming the video is released and everybody can see it, what do you guys think it's going to happen for the industry? Melina, Mike, you can start. What do you What do you think? I, unfortunately, I don't think a whole lot because the the record isn't really um, coveted like like it was with Willie Moscone. You know, for that's, that's that's true. For whatever reason, I think within the industry, and I'm sure whenever everybody sees them at Derby, that'll be the first thing they go and 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 tell Jason. You know, and that'll be the buzz. You know. Of, of Derby City will be Jason's uh, accomplishments, and rightfully so. Um, but outside of it, it's unfortunate, but I don't think it'll really do a whole lot for it. You know, the game's just the game and the players just aren't where they need to be at right now in order to get that, you know, recognition and exposure on the next level, whether it's from media or, or fans, you know. Um, but guys like Jason are the guys that can go and get people excited for them watching because his style of play um, is fun to go and watch. His personality um, when he's at the Moscone Cup is fun to watch. Um, you know, we, we talk about his confidence, but he's just – he can make balls, you know. He can put the balls in the hole. He's got a big break. Um, and I don't think he's afraid of anybody. Um, so – yeah, I mean, I, I I look forward to seeing Jason go and play in more majors now. Like, I'm ready for Derby City. You know, he's coming off of a Bigfoot challenge. I want to see him play in that. I think he'll I'm, – I'm hoping he'll have big successes there too, you know, and just have a killer run in 22, and, and it's going to start next week. Um, but, unfortunately, I just – I don't think it'll – I don't think it'll do much outside of the pool world. Penoso, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I don't, I don't know why we would think it would do anything outside the pool world. I mean, you know, even John breaking Moscone's record, that was really cool because Moscone, you know, to old newspaper guys was kind of a, you know, a known yeah. name and it was a 50-year-old record and things like that. So you could get a little bit of mileage on it. But I don't think even then anybody expected it all of a sudden to turn on the spigot to, you know, legions and legions of new fans and sponsorship money and things like that. Right. That was never going to happen. It was, can you get a couple more eyeballs on the sport, get the sport a little recognition? And it did. Um, and this, 
you know, most of the impact is in the sport. And hey, there's there's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, it, it's it's fun to see people excited. It's fun to see people talk about it. It's fun to see people want to see someone else try to break it now, can fill or take a run at it, whatever it is. Um, it's good yeah. to get people in our sport excited and to keep them excited. Uh, and with the matchroom announcement, which I think has, you know, the chance for a lot longer legs as far as is helping, you know, grow the sport. Uh, right. well, all this stuff has to play hand in hand to generate excitement in the sport. And, and, and hopefully that draws some people in from outside the sport and you start to just build your numbers. But, you know, there's no there's no lightning in the battle from, you know, a 10 hour straight pull run. Sorry. Well, Rob, Something. you grew up playing straight pool. Do you agree? Or what do you think? Yeah, that was, uh, it was uh, pretty much uh, the first uh, five or six years uh, from the time I was 14 till about 19. Straight pool was the only game that was, that was played at that time. And so, yeah, we, everybody was, uh, you know, Willie Moscone was the, name of the game and that and his number was held up until john did it and i you know you're right about outside of the pool world uh and not really being aware too much uh but i i i do think that this is going to seep out it, it just is it, it just has to because of the weight of it and and the enormity of what he did and that these other top players now in the world, there's a bar set for them now. There's a challenge out there set. It's not a verbal challenge. Come and beat me. But in the, individually, pool is an individual sport where it is one person against a table. And now you have this bar. It's not 626 anymore. It's 714. And there are going to be professional players that are going to want to be that guy that breaks that bar and sooner or later the rest of the sporting world is going to get a glimpse at that it's like how many 300 games can you bowl in a year can you bowl 20 you know that if you do that somebody else outside of bowling is going to hear about that so i think this is going to have an effect just the number itself and the fact jason did it of course because he's uh, uh, because the Moscone Cup and a lot of other tournaments he's in, he's well known throughout the world uh, for for his uh, pool prowess. Uh, I and the pool world is is you know for the next month it's going to be this is going to be something that's uh, uh, pumping everybody up, but it's going to seep through. I, I just know it is. I'm gonna I might hear something. My wife might even say something to me about this, and she cares nothing about pool. So that's an indicator to me. Like, what did he do? What happened? How many balls? What straight pool? You know, I've, I've been seeing it on um, I've been seeing it on on even uh snooker pages too. You know, snooker pages. Where yeah, where they're showing Jason some love and um, which that that's massive for for pool for me. You know, pretty much. Yeah, I I think I think it, I think um, you know, if personally, anybody, I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. I think if anybody in the industry has any connections anywhere, get Jason on some talk shows. Try try to get him on a morning show. Try to get him on TV somewhere to talk about this. Like, yeah, I think uh, I think Raymond said it perfectly in the chat. And Raymond is a phenomenal fourteen point one player in his own right. I think he said it personal or perfectly. It, this has got to be marketed. It's got to be marketed. And, and and if anybody in the world has any pull with anyone, anything. 
in the mainstream. Like, you know, you know, a producer yeah, but on part of anything. part of sport though, Nate is is watching it happen. Like that's part, sure. I, I can't go back and watch a baseball game when it's over and I already know the score. It's not as special to me, you know. Sure, like but, the, but the the, 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 the marketing had that to have been done yeah, 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 leading yeah. up to but it. We're not, you know, we're not talking about that though, right? We're not talking about that. What we're talking about really here is, uh, you know, talking about the act of it happening, right? And you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather or Conor McGregor, you know, they'll go on talk shows after they beat the heck out of somebody, and you're just basically talking about the act of it happening, right? I mean, if you could get Jason, somebody said Joe Rogan. I mean, actually, I mean, why not? Like. That seems to be the one thing that Joe Rogan might actually be interested in. I don't know if he knows, uh, you know, Jason Shaw at all, but how amazing would it be if you could get him on the Joe Rogan experience, even just for like a couple of hours or even just well, a couple least, of minutes? At least Joe Rogan himself could get excited about it because he's played a bit, you know? Yeah. You put him on well, a I mean, Josh... with, with a host that's never played the game before. How'd you get them to feel excited about it and look excited about it, you know? Right. Well, I, I feel like people are constantly looking for content, you know? It's interesting, if nothing else. I mean, I think somebody else said in the chat earlier, like uh, more people now are playing pool than ever before. The thing is, like people, so there's constant, there's obviously an interest in it. Yeah. People, are people interested in what's happening uh, in the idea of it? Probably not. But you know, even if uh, you know, what is it like? There's like a stat that like 50 million people play at least one game of pool a year. It would. Five hundred thousand of those people yeah, that uh, how you know, many don't play how many of those players are playing fourteen point one though you know yeah. like, oh, I mean none we're, no, we're no, jacking I mean, nine ball and ten ball them. are the games that are being marketed right now yeah, yeah. yeah. Ball, at, the, so. at, at the end of the day I mean I really really hope that this 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 can this can be really really beneficial for the game and that uh, that it gets some outside of the pool world kind of attention. But really, it's, I mean, even though it's a bigger number, it's not as big in the, how do I say this correctly? It's not a big a deal as what John Schmidt did. Because John Schmidt broke a record that stood for years and years and years and years and years. By Jason breaking it this quickly, it kind of devalues <laughs> a little bit what, 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 what it is. You know, you, you would have kind of hoped that John Schmidt's record would have lasted for a little bit longer. I mean, and I, I mean, I even said it myself on, on, on Facebook, and I got on a couple of groups, and I said, "Well, you know, six two six, a great number. All respect to John for shooting six two six, but again, straight pool is unlimited in how much you can run. You know, you have to have some rolls, you have to have a little bit of luck, and you've got to be damn good at the game and be playing on the right equipment. But really, John was only one one point away, one ball away from making six two seven. You know, Jason's only." Uh, uh, a scratch away from maybe hitting a thousand. So as much as it's a big number, if and I said as well, says if you were to if somebody was to put up what, what why are these players not all trying for it? You know, okay, the, the well they the, will the, now, I think, Jim. You know, because imagine they? getting like some young eyes on playing on that on some but young eyes will. with a bunch of talent on that table. You but, but they will sorry, the, the players who are capable of doing it will try it depending on how successful Jason is from it financially normally you know and i said a couple of months ago i got in a discussion i said listen if somebody put up a million dollars for somebody to shoot a thousand every single player would try it yeah. and in the in doing that right. somebody would break the 626 it would just happen because everybody's trying it over and over and over and over again because they want to get that one million for shooting a thousand and in doing so somebody's going to get to the 626 whether they get to a thousand or not you don't know right 
And what and happened I to got, you when you said I got, that, Jim? I got slated for it. I got abused. I got called all sorts of names. Really, seriously. Oh. Because it was seen as being disrespectful. And I'm not being disrespectful to the 626. No, not at saying, all. It's just, it's, it's, it's a fantastic achievement. <laughs> Who's really trying to, to – and I'm quite surprised. For a million dollars, Shane would get off the lake to probably try it. For a million dollars, for a million dollars, rotation would die. Rotation pool would die until it was taken, until somebody got <laughs> it. Oh, really, they'd, all they'd be doing is playing straight pool. And if you put I'd these top, to see top guys in the world playing only straight pool for like two months, somebody's going to hit a 1,000. Yeah. Until then, until there's, yeah. until there's proper money involved in it, they're not going to try it. And I'm actually surprised it's – it's happened so quickly that, uh, that that John's record's gone because I mean I don't know what Jason what kind of deal Jason had with the with, with the venue where he was playing at, but as far as I'm aware, he was just doing it just for the challenge and because he had a spare few days oh, or whatever. I think I think he's he getting something for it. I think somebody needs to it. talk to that billionaire out there in New York who had that three cushion tournament who offered a half a million dollars for the winner of it, and uh, you know I think Pedro made thirty grand, came in sixth place. The winner got, I don't know, 150 grand. But this guy's got money to burn. Come on, he could do this. But you know, this 714, if if you know, if players really want to try for it, this might only stand for a couple of months. Yeah, don't as don't tell a, me that as big a number as it is, that. it might don't only stand for a couple you, of months. Don't tell me that if you put Dennis, Filler, uh Fedor, Shane, uh, even like a player like Sky, don't tell me and Jason on his own thing. Don't tell me if you put those six players playing every single day, you know, 10 hours a day trying to break a record. Don't tell me that that 714 is safe either. No. I just no, don't, no. There's don't only it. a few guys with that kind of mental uh, yep. uh, strength to go and do what Jason did. Like, don't yep. get it. Don't, don't go on and, and, and devalue like that because what Jason's ability to go and stay focused throughout that run, only a oh, few absolutely. players go and have, like the Dennis's of the world. Yeah. Jason, you know, that's what, well, that's that's what I'm yeah. saying. If you if you if, if your goal is one thousand and a million dollars is on the line, well, that's gonna be the next great number, though, right? That's like yeah. well, you know, oh, Jason, that's we're, gotta we're, be, we're, yeah. not, we're not gonna have a buzz again until we get to a thousand. Come on, Panozzo, yeah, but, but, you know I'm right. But Jay, Jason, will tell us. <laughs> here's, here's, here's my if you can get someone to put up a million dollars, do you want Jason alone will break seven fourteen? I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Yeah. No, my, 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 so, argument, my argument was that is what it would take to get all the players to try it. Yeah, well, if you right. put up a million dollars, you can yes. and then it'll be broken. Put any contest you want around yeah. pool, and everybody yeah. would try it until they die. Exactly. So, you know, my point is what, is, what is the point of everyone continuing to go after it? It's not – it no. doesn't serve a purpose. Well, they're competitors. Does it they, serve they, a purpose? They, oh, fine. You want to be competitive? Yeah. I want, but yeah. – would would having everybody drop everything they do to try to get to a thousand straight pool? What purpose would it serve for pool going forward? I don't see it. If someone's going to well, put think, a million dollars. Let me put it into this nine ball tour we're trying to get going, or let me invest it in television yeah. production, whatever it's, it is. It's but, the nineteen sixty no, space race. I think just, it's. I think it would push pool over the boundaries of just a a, a, a fringe sport. I don't think Actually, so. Actually, I think no, it would. Think it's, so not, it's not even a competition. No. It's not even yeah. a competition. It's not a tour. It's not a league. No. It's just a bunch of guys chasing a record. I, I don't see how that benefits the sport in the long run. Well, so, I mean, I there love. Was, the there was a comment on here. There was a comment on here saying that Jason will be Mister One Thousand by the end of the year. I can guarantee you won't. The only way Jason will ever be Mister One Thousand 
is if somebody put, goes over the top of the 714 because he's not going to do it again while he's still got the record. <laughs> unless, unless there's a lot of money on the line for him to do it. He's not, you, no. you probably won't see him even play a, a, a straight pull match over the 200 points until somebody beats the 714. Why would he? He's already, he's already at 700. I'd never play straight pull again until somebody goes <laughs> and beats him. Yeah, there's no need. Yeah. So I mean, and that's it. And it's only it, it could get beaten and beaten it, but, but I mean, you don't know. I mean, there's players that can do it. Filler can do it. Jason can do it again, but he won't until somebody else beats it, or somebody offers a massive amount of money, like we said, to, to reach the thousand, which I don't really see happening. Um, yeah, Carl boys, is it just me who thinks it's boring? Well, Carl, that's because you can't get over fifty, pal. So yeah. <laughs> Hey, be be respectful to him. He is a world champion. Don't you dare talk bad about him like that. Yeah, eight ball. Anyone can run around the eight ball. All right. Uh, I, I guess. Well, I think this is an interesting thing. Let, let's let's actually all just give a you know go around and just say yes or no. Is seven hundred and fourteen safe given the current climate of not having like a million dollars on the line or whatever? Let's just say is seven fourteen safe, Jim? Yes or no? Um. <laughs> I genuinely hope so because it starts to get a little bit silly if it's getting breaking too, broken too often. It makes it sound like a big a game that's only just started being played, kind of thing. If the record keeps getting broken, so I hope it lasts a little bit longer. But that's going to be up to. I would I would think that's probably going to be up to Mister Filler. I don't think anyone else gets really near it at the moment. You don't think Dennis can? Don't think he tries. The money was right. He tried. Sorry, you don't if think the money can. was right, but that's it. It's all about money, and I don't know how much these guys are pay, getting paid appearance-wise, or if they break records. I don't know how much they're getting, so it's impossible for me to say whether or not Dennis would be attracted to do it. I did notice on the stream they mentioned players that they wanted to get in, and Dennis's name was not mentioned. Uh, Filler, Appleton, um, who else was mentioned as possibilities to get in? Probably I would imagine Ruslan. Ruslan, uh, I'm not sure if John gets an invitation to try and break it back, but I'm pretty sure his relationship with the people who are organised this is not great. Um, so out of the names that were certainly mentioned, I, I, Filler is a danger if he really wants to go at it, based on the fact that he apparently runs 200 balls every single time he, every day he decides to practice, he runs 200 balls. So he'd be the danger. Um, I mean, Johan's in the, the reason I asked this question is Johan is in the chat uh, saying that it's, it's not going to get broken. I think it's interesting. Yeah, how many people said 626 wouldn't get broken? At I some do. point in time, it's going to get up high enough. And then everyone, well, that, that, it's that it's easy to say right. that now, Jim. <laughs> one, th one thing I can tell you, nobody's going to do that quickly other than Filler. <laughs> why not Fedor? Like that, that, why not that Fedor? Guy had an average short time of about eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, but why not Fedor? I mean, if Fedor broke it, let's, say, let's, let's just say Fedor broke and ran eight, 800 balls. It would take him four days to do it. But what are you what basing? Are we going to say that he doesn't have the talent to? But what are you basing Feder on? What 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 are you basing your Feder as a pick on? Have you ever seen who's him play the ball straight? straight? Have you no, ever seen him play? Shoot, who's shooting the ball straighter than him? It's straight pull. See you. See, and this is it. This is the thing with straight pull. Unless you, I don't really, know. I don't know. Hold on, yeah, because Feder Feder's learned a lot of games. So like, if he if he devoted the time, he's a great one pocket player right now. He's a great Banks player right now. If you give him some time, he's going to be able to go and pick apart that puzzle. Listen, how, are, I, 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 how do we know that he doesn't play it already? All these top, all these top guys are going to end up walking away with, an own, with their own personal record. 
go in there and play on that table for six days straight. They're all going to walk away with their own personal record. I might even be able to run over ten balls on that table. Do I think? Do I think there's multiple, multiple, <laughs> multiple players capable of seven, uh, seven fourteen? I think there's there's less than we're able six two six. Put it that way. Make the you money. Can name, right. You can name who you want. I mean, who's to say John Smith couldn't come back and go over the top of it? Well, he wants to. I think he said it. He said it on Facebook yeah. already. Was well, his take? Was, was he, also said, he, also said, he also said he hasn't played pool in like months. So I mean, okay, but was it was the table he played on? Was it tougher than the table Jason played on? I mean, that's the Thanks. questions that people start asking and stuff like that, you know. And um, Jason hit some balls on that table that would have stayed up on his rasson. That would have stayed up on my table. Would have stayed yeah, up on the seven. Sure. Would have stayed up on a seven foot valley, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I mean, your equipment makes a lot that. of difference as well. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him bark in the chat. He says, Jason, someone beat 714. 714 is here to he's he's going to beat that too. There you go. But let, he puts his money where his mouth is. He's not just saying it to go and say it. He said, I'm going to beat 626, and he goes and does it. He's yep. saying that in the chat. I believe the man. Yeah. And yeah. Ca Carl, boys is back on here again saying that Jay runs 1,000 before the end of the year. Why would he? Why, why would he even try? He's got the record, and he's not getting paid for the 1,000. Jason's, Jason's well, record. I think Jason's because Fedor is going to run 18 until 74. Then he's, then he's going to try to beat that. Yeah, Jason's personal record will stay at 714 until somebody beats 714. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So, so that he's going to try to beat his own record, no. But I do think it'll get broke. The 714? Yep. Well, there's no there's no limit to how, what you can shoot on straight ball. I mean, what I would like no to see... No limit. If, if, if there is no limit. limit. If they're going to be talking, if they're going to be talking about uh, um, legitimate records and stuff like that, I, they have to start talking about you know the equipment's being used as well. Yeah, because, you know, if somebody jumps, somebody jumps in there with a five and a half inch pocket, they're going to run some pretty high runs as uh, runs. You as know well. what they're I think helped? Help now we got everybody in the now deal. we got everyone in the chat. We got Fedor in here. We got Johan Riosink. We got Carl yeah. Royce, but the reason the John. reason why they're using that size of a pocket was because that's what John did based off of. The well, Willie did. From, he, from Willie he, did. Yeah, Willie did. John tried to make it as, yeah. as close to Willie Moscone. Sure. I, exactly. I, I don't care what the pocket is, but if you're going to make a list right. of records, they all have to be played on exactly the same equipment. If you're going to put people on a list, the only way the only way you get on that list is if you play on the same or tougher equipment. Right. right. Was that you know? Yeah. Was when John had six twenty six too, there was a lot of talk about that in the pool. Yeah, but Willie, Willie, Willie different also circumstances, table, different equipment. Willie did, on an eight foot, Willie did it on an eight foot with five inch buckets, but you can also turn around and say that that might be tougher with clusters that you might get and stuff like that. So More really clusters, sure, sure, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, there's some arguments on all sides with the equipment issue for sure. Uh, the mere fact that it was done, that he did it, is I love the conversation. That's I just mean, a I, huge. I, honestly, that's I love just this. huge. And now somebody else will try to do it. And here's the little baby, the new little baby girl. Oh, this yeah. is Lily. This is Lily. Everyone's here, little Lily. Yeah. For a week, she'll run 7.15. Come on, Dad, break the record. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Four days old, and she's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken yeah. after her dad, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No, she's oh, so <laughs> how cute. It's Jason's day, though, man. It's a it's a Good hell night. of a it's a hell of an accomplishment. What he that did. is a it's, hell it's of an accomplishment. Special. 
My I can't believe it's Lake. I can't believe he's still going to actually sit and watch this. Right, I'm going to take this little one to bed, and I might pop back. I might not. Yeah. Okay, you right, got buddy. it, buddy. Okay. Cheers. There we go. So, uh, Pinozo, you've been quiet. Let's hear you. What do you what's your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, will someone break it? Sure. I mean, why not? Uh, you know, it's, well, the money's not there. There was no money at the end. You know, John Schmidt wasn't chasing money. Jason didn't go down to Virginia to chase money. They chased. No, John was chasing a ghost, though. He wanted to be the right, ghost. John was chasing a ghost, but Jason was just going down there to, to shoot and see what he could do. I think a lot of players could go shoot and see what they could do. Um, Jason posted that it's you know mentally tough to run 400 and miss and then get back up there and try again. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, you know, but can Fader Gorse do it? Sure, Fader Gorse could do it. He's young. Yeah. He can stay up for a week. You know, could a lot of these guys do it? I mean, Jim was talking about straight pull. It's a totally different game. I don't remember everybody talking about how great a straight pole player Jason Shaw was three years ago. I don't even know if he right. played straight pole three years ago. So, you know, someone could, could break the, these, a record like this is, you know, get up there and try it. Someone's going to do it. People have the talent to do it, and enough players have the mental capacity to do it where it can be done. So do you have to get lucky? Sure. But, and, and again, I'm just going to go back to, you know, to what end? <laughs> What's the point? That's, that's mm-hmm. right. What what I liked about watching Jason was he had these uh, professional rackers who he just rolled the balls on the table and, and within 20 seconds, he had another rack to shoot. I mean, there was no lag time between the final ball of one rack and the break ball of the next rack. I mean, it was it was quick. Those balls were there. And for a straight pool player with the talent that he's got, Having that rhythm of pocketing those balls, continuing like that, I mean, there was just no time lapse. It's boom, 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 boom. I, I thought that was a, a pretty darn big advantage uh, to, to having those racks racked for him tightly and immediately so he could just get up and keep shooting. Uh, you know, that in the past, I don't know if that was done quite like that or not, but I would take that as a hint for the future. If anybody's going to try to break it, do it the same way. The guy's in his 30s staying up all night. I wouldn't have been able to make two balls at 4 a.m. So, When <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Jim's problem is the wine gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. He could probably do it. Well, I think Jim would probably be about 10 bottles in it and it had nothing to do with him being thirsty. Just needs to call him. If Jim got anywhere closer to 400 balls, with, with what he to, with what he tells me, when he gets around 100 balls, if he ever got up to 400 balls, he'd be drinking a bottle of wine a rack just, to, just so he could calm himself down. I'm telling you. I love it. Uh, well, I, I I love I love the, I love the banter in the chat. Uh, I mean, Fedor is like real, recognized and real. I mean, he's Fedor is saying he doesn't think he could run four hundred balls ever, nonetheless seven hundred. So I mean, that's that's real, recognizing real. That's why I see so many impressive. people in the industry go and give you know Jason credit because they can appreciate the difficulty and what happened and and how special oh, yeah. it is. It's incredible stuff, man. It is. It is. Well, it is so I exciting. think the. Uh, I think the results of this, uh, the results of the the couple of the uh, polls I did while we were doing this. So I asked the question to everybody watching: If the record was broken, who was most likely to break it? Fifty percent of people said Joshua Filler. Thirty-three percent of people said Fedor Gorst. 
And about 9% of people said either Dennis Arcoyo or someone else. They both had 9%. So 9% said Dennis and 9% said someone else. So 50% of people think that if someone were to break it, it would be Josh Villa. And a third of people said Fedor. That's pretty interesting. So I'm in that what 9%, with, that? I'm in that 9% with Arcoyo, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're a caller yeah. or somebody else, I'm good. I got 9% of the vote. <laughs> well, well, it's Dennis Arcoyo well, has 9%, and someone else has 9%. So there's after actually what Demetrius said yesterday about Fetter, I mean, he, he could well, He had a good weekend, that. also. You yeah. know, I got to give it to him. It's interesting stuff, isn't it? It's pretty interesting stuff. What is this? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, <laughs> Jason. Oh, here we go. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness yeah. gracious. One, 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 one second. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> How'd you flip the camera around? Jake knows all the tricks. So go to the uh, the little gear down at the bottom, and it should have your uh, video, and then you should be able to switch it to your back camera. One second. No, right, it doesn't matter. But look, this is this was my this is my level. All blocked off. Nice That's man. Cool. No one's allowed in there, huh? They uh, no. They just me. This was this was my this was my home for five six days right here. Yeah, pretty impressive stuff, man. How does it feel? How how you feeling? Do you, you feel get a like you've been put through a washing machine ringer? Buckets. <laughs> Those look like listen, jet pockets. Listen. Listen, they're the same size. They're the same size as what John Sprint had, and he had a heater on his table. So, how you uh, feeling? Jason? That was a, that was awesome to watch. I was crapping myself when that four ball nearly didn't fall. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I was screaming at you. I was screaming at you when it was when it was going down the rail. I thought you fucking idiot. Not now, sure. Yeah, it's crazy, mate. It's it's crazy. Like the amount of times I was on like two eighty, three hundred, three forty, three sixty, three eighty, four hundred seven. It was just nuts. I kept getting like stuck in the stack, or I would have no shot, or I would have a tough shot, and if I made the ball, I would land funny. Um. Super frustrating. Like wanted to smash my queue up at times. No, I mean, what, at what point? I mean, when 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 you're going for a run, when you're aiming for a number, there's the, there's the first part of the run which is just all right. I just want to get this part over with, and then focus on maybe the middle part of the run, and then towards the towards the. At what point do you start thinking, I'm on for this now. I'm on for the six twenty six. Where, where what kind of number were you on when you thought, right? This is this is. I don't want to waste what I've already done, and I want to make this one count. So when I get to seven, that's when I start trying. I don't start trying until I get to seven. Seven rounds. I just, yeah, I just try and play as fast, fast as yeah. possible and try and get seven games as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, and then after that, and then when I get to ten, I don't look at the scoreboard. I just keep running. 
and I, 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 I try and keep track, but I, I don't try and remember. I try and just play. And then once, <laughs> 40 I, get, racks later. <laughs> once I get to 20, that's when I know I'm, I'm right there because yeah. I can run eight to 10 racks in like 20 minutes. And if the balls are opening, I'm right there. And I knew when I get to 29 the first time, then I got to 27, then I got to 26. I was on 24, 23, 22. I was, I was right there and I knew I had it. And I was saying to myself, man, I couldn't sleep at night. I just knew it was there. I, 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 I visioned that um, I, was, I was playing good. I was picking the right shots. I was playing the right patterns. I was playing all the right break shots. And I figured that out pretty quickly. And then after the second day, I knew that I could definitely break it. But to run 714 is just unbelievable. So when, when, when you got past the 626, did you have a number in your head where you thought, because it's, it's easy to, to lose focus because you're not then aiming for anything anymore? Well, no, I was started thinking to myself, oh, just like, uh, uh, you know, I, I've been it. Like, and it was so, I've been up, what, nearly a full day? It's like eight, nine in the morning and I'm there and I'm not even thinking about it. But when I started breaking and the balls were opening perfect, I thought, oh, this is a chance to, to try and put a big number up there. But I can't believe the cue ball scratched like it did. It rolled off as well. It rolled off. Oh, it's not even that. The way I was hitting the break, when I look at it back, how I've scratched, I've hit the second last ball down yeah. in the stack and the cue balls followed instead of, hitting it full, which I've been doing every break, and that's why the, the balls were opening pretty good, because I was hitting the second ball down, and that's why they were, they were splitting real well. Yeah, you were, you were, we're consistently leaving the same kind of break shot, which was quite nice to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people, it's not, listen, it might, like, yeah, around 7.14, you know, it's not easy like that. It, it, you are... You know the amount of times that I run like six, seven, eight games, nine games, ten, eleven games, and then miss, and then have to start over, and then do it again and miss again on seven or miss on eight. It's tough. It or miss easy. on twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what I mean. It ain't easy. Then you got you've just missed on twenty nine. You know you're only like eight racks away from from doing it, and all of a sudden something funny happens, and you got to get up there and keep trying. So for the next few games. Your head's all over the place, so you start playing shots like you're not even supposed to play. <laughs> um, and like I said, it's so hard just to kind of give up. You know what I mean? I want to ask I, you about that, Jason. Like, were, were you chasing Willie? Were you chasing John? Or were you just like, I want to beat your own personal record? Well, I was just trying to, you know, put a, as high a number as possible that I can put up there. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody else who's run numbers, it's amazing, you know, because it's such a tough, like, John and obviously William Moscone, even Thorsten and all those guys, they've run, like, 400. Um, it's so tough. Um, anything can happen at any time. Bump a ball, get stuck to a ball now. You, you have to give up all the racks and restart again. It's super, super Brutal. tough. Um you know, and that's why sometimes when I play straight pool, it's hard to practice it. But doing this, it just felt like even if I broke down at some point and screwed up or was like 350, I know I'm getting multiple chances to keep going. Um, but it ain't easy. Fedor's right. It ain't, 
ain't that easy. <laughs> I don't think how how did you sleep after it was all over? I've not slept yet. It's not slept yet. It was no. a couple of hours ago. <laughs> Look at the state I'm I've not slept yet. I've been up for nearly a full day. I went back to the hotel and went to the steam room and the sauna. Now I came back to the pool room to sort a few things out, and then I'm, I'm going to leave and drive back home. i got to go to the derby in a couple of days. I think I've I got to start practicing for the derby. I'm not in stroke. Yeah, you're looking a bit rusty. And you're not in stroke. That's yeah, pretty he's good. Not, he's, yeah, he's not been playing much recently. Yeah. 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 You've got to straighten out that 9-stroke. We have to work on <laughs> our safety game for next week. Yeah. Yeah. But no, um, I'm looking forward to the big foot, especially after playing on this table. It's going to play the exact same as the big foot. Slick, slidey. Buckets. Um, this is one thing about this this table. The, the balls were what brand new sets of balls, so they were always clean. Um, if we had like a, a run of like two or three hundred, as soon as that was done, we changed the balls up and put a brand new set in. Yeah. Um, you know, so the table was playing good, but it was slick. So when you had like a little draw shot, instead of drawing normal, it would like come back like a foot. So you got, um, it's like instead of drawing the ball, you're like, stunning it it comes back with a stun shot jim knows what i'm talking about mm -hmm. this is like on a brand new cloth it's such a tricky little shot so when you're breaking when it's like that there's always a chance you can hit the side of the stack and go straight in the corner yeah yeah so that's why i was leaving a bigger angle so that would never happen to me but you're leaving the perfect angle because it was just a case of pot the ball and they're going to split i don't have to worry about where it's hitting the pack the, yeah, the, cue ball, that, the cue ball's going in at an angle that's just going to go through them kind of thing, you know? Yeah, and, and I thought to myself, if I play it like that, the chances of a scratching are very slim, and if I scratch, it's just unlucky. That way, if I go the other side of the rack and cut the ball in and hit the side of the stack and hit two balls, I'll scratch in the corner all day. It did happen to me a few times, yeah, uh, so I tried kind of after the first day i kind of tried to change it up but i put some like big numbers up in five days i think the first day i had um what five runs over 200 um a bunch of hundreds 150s 140s um bunch of 300s 400 a lot of 250s a lot of 280s 290s how does your body hold up, Jason, throughout the... My, bot, and my body's really sore right now. Like, literally, I don't know if you can see my hands, but I've got blisters all over the front of my fingers. Okay. Like, all right here on each each finger from playing so much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was, it's because you've never done a proper day's work in your life. You've got lady hands. <laughs> I, was, I was leaving here, what... I came the very first day I got here. I started at like nine in the morning and I played until like three. Then I came back at seven and I played until like one or two in the morning and I did that every day for five days. And then yesterday I left and then I changed my mind and I came here at 8.30 and stayed until now. What made you change your mind? I just had the feeling that I could do it. Aura was like, do you, do you think you can do it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm right there. I know it. And she's like, well, if you want to stay, then just stay if you think you can do it. And I'm like, okay, we'll stay. 
Congratulations, buddy. We're proud of you. Just had the feeling. Just had the what feeling, you? man. So, well, so there's been a lot of Jason. You energized the entire pool world throughout the world <laughs> with what you did. Yeah, it's fu it's fun seeing so many people. Hopefully, man, we can get a big straight pool tournament. That'd be fun. You know, hopefully, there's more interest in straight pool. You know, there's a lot of interest in one pocket and all the other games. Why not straight pool? Oh, I believe this will help that whole thing for sure. What you yeah, Jason, there's been a lot of talk about like a thousand and and actually running a thousand. What do you think about that? Do you think it's possible? Man, it's tough. Like, look at look at me, right? I'm on seven fourteen there. I'm cruising, and I land perfect on the brake shot, and then I hit the brake absolutely perfect and get an unlucky scratch. It happens. It happens all the time. You wouldn't be. Well, you wouldn't believe how many times you, you look back and you think, wow, I was on like 290 or 3, whatever, and you get a skid. Oh, I was on 397 and I got a skid in the side pocket on the nine ball. It missed the full pocket altogether. I, yeah. I tried to cut it in the side with a little bit of spin and it went past the side that skid that bad. Yeah, you had a three ball in the corner too that uh, skidded a little bit on you. I had, I had two skids the full time I was here in five days. Yeah. I, I mean, what, what I was saying to the guys earlier, the thing that kind of impressed me the most is, I mean, from 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 chasing my own target, which is nowhere near like the seven fourteens and stuff like that. You start to your 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 body and your mind tells you to to play the easier shot rather than the correct shot, but you seem to keep doing that even when you were approaching the total, when you were approaching Willie Moscones, and when you were approaching uh, John's. <laughs> You still played the correct shot, even though it was a tougher shot than what you possibly could have played. Was that something that you were consciously having to do, or was it still coming naturally at that time during the run? It was just coming naturally. I had got to a stage where I had been at 29, 28. I'd been at every number except from like 25. Um, stuck on 25. I've been stuck on every one, and I knew once I got past 30 that all I had to do was put five racks together and... The first three is all I have to do is leave a good angle. And then the last two, you just pot a ball and go into the stack and break a couple out. But the way the balls were opening was just incredible. So I was just in that flow. I wasn't even thinking about it. I just let it flow. And then he said to me, you've done it. And then I realized that um, I had beat it. I never even knew. I was just still running out and he wasn't trying to tell me, which was good. He just let me do it and then told me. Yeah. This was the 626 or the 526? Uh, the 526, and then I knew the 626. What was going through your mind when you pulled up to like 625, 626, 627? I just knew. I, I was I was actually screaming. If you, if you he was screaming at the camera. <laughs> yeah, I was screaming in the camera. I was shouting, come on, yes. I was like going nuts. you got to remember, I've been up here all night doing this. <laughs> like here for five days, it's like it's like you're you're digging somewhere to find gold, and finally after five days you find it. <laughs> but you know you, you, start, you like you, you know you, you you know you were screaming and shouting when you were still two balls short. Yeah, I know well, that. Now right no, no, we're gonna get a kick. Now we're gonna get a skid. Now we're gonna get some stupid happening. <laughs> do, you, do you know what's? Do you know what's? Um, do you know what's really weird? Even though I had two skids, I think the one I had the first time with the nine over the side, I put a lot of spin on the ball, so it can happen with spin. And then the other one, 
when I missed the combo, I, when That's I looked right, back yeah. at the video, I thought the balls were frozen. But when I looked yeah. back, they weren't frozen. So I think it was kind of my own mistake. I thought that was a skid, but I don't really think it was. So um, overall, I wasn't really scared of slow rolling anything. Um or thinking I was going to... I never thought in my mind, not one time through that full run on the last set, did I ever think I was going to scratch. Not one time. Is that the first time that you've you've played where it's been a, when the rack's been tapped or the table's got a, a, a mat on it? Because normally it's, it's always hand racking with the straight pull, isn't it? Look, look here, see you. Look. Yeah, so that makes a difference because you're, get, you're getting the same rack every single time. Yeah. It's, it's like, yes, it's good. But so I'll tell you what, sometimes when earlier on in the sets, though, I was breaking and, um, you know, it, sometimes if they're not touching properly, you know, like if you use the magic rack and you don't get it frozen properly. Yeah. yeah. You go into the stack from the side and then one row just opens and the rest of the balls are stuck in the stack. So there was a lot of times I had to, like, hit the ball in the corner and go into the stack and smash them all over the place. I did that a few times and I got lucky where the break ball landed or I had a chance to kick the break ball into position. But, you know, I'm just, I'm exhausted, man. My full body is absolutely in bits. <laughs> My legs feel like somebody stole them. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not joking that, like, I literally... I left here, went to the hotel, and I went to the steam room, and I fell asleep in the steam room for forty minutes. Yeah. How's your neck? Oh, I'm everything's my neck and my my neck is fine, but my left shoulder, my my shooting hand, that feels like there's a brick in there or something that just feels heavy. Oh, gee, you yeah. Do you think? Do you think it's? Do you, I mean, I don't know. Have, have they mentioned who's coming there? Who's going to be the next couple of players that are coming down? Have they mentioned that to you? Is there anyone? No. Is there anyone? Is there anyone on your radar who you think that's somebody that might do it? Um, I'm not sure. It's tough. It's not easy, man. You got to remember, you're stuck in here. It's not a pool room. You're not in a pool room. You're in a. It's like a private billiards academy. So yeah. it only has like members. That, like um, there's no no atmosphere. Random people. It's no random people. It's just like. Uh, eight, nine tables, and the members just come in and out. So it's quiet. It's like it's not the same as being in a pool room or anything like that because it gets to a point where it's super silent. It just kind of feels strange at times. So that's why I was kind of trying to listen to music. What music did you have on your earpods? Do you know, you wouldn't believe this. Do you know when I was running out? You know, when I had the start of the, the start of the, the run, I had this like. Wavy, no, no, no. I had stress, stress, relaxation music on. No, no, listen, I'm telling you for about 10 minutes, and then I couldn't handle the weird sound it was making after about 10 minutes, but it was doing all right. Then I changed it and I started listening to Irish rebel music. <laughs> I did. I started listening to Irish rebel music, man, and I was like, like dancing about for a little while, and then I switched that off, and I was listening to just like dance music. Taylor Swift. It was funny when I was on like five, 
what was it on? No, six. Yeah, five, five twenty or something. I got my phone. I knew I was out before it. I knew I was going to get out, and I had my phone and I had my earphones in, and I clicked on the stream, and I could hear someone talking. That was out there talking on the stream, and I was listening to him saying he's, he's going to shoot this ball in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope he, I hope he doesn't scratch and I'm like, get my earphones out get my earphones out my ears, man, so I don't want to be listening to that and then get ear ones you must have listened to somebody commenting on you 526, oh this is unbelievable this is history, like I can hear him and I'm laughing while I'm running out so he's the owner of this place like this is his academy so he's like super ecstatic you know what i mean because he had like shane here had earl here um ruslan. had ruslan here ruslan so, uh, was supposed to come but i don't know why he's not here well we almost we almost missed it because the stream went down and then they were just doing uh updates on facebook and not we couldn't watch it live and I was getting up and saying, just pick up your telephone and stick it in front of the table. And nah. just, you know, no. <laughs> so they've got they've got a camera where they have this system out there too. So if Facebook goes down, yeah. this camera has like got like two different systems where it'll record the full thing so that you can run it back. You know what I mean? So because face, yeah. Facebook will kick you off. Yeah. yeah. They've OBS, got one of those. allow you to record locally. They've got one of those things, Nate, that you, um, it's like something that costs like $8,000. It's well, like, like $8,000 for anything. It, unless somebody it's like, it no, it's like, it's like a box, but you can see the inside and it's got all these like colors and like wires and all that. It's like a super expensive thing. Um, yeah, the for, tower. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm not, I'm not. Computer. Yeah, it's a tower. Yeah, it's uh so the OBS allows you to uh push the, the stream as well as record locally. So from what I saw just from watching the video, they're recording it locally as well as pushing it out. So um yeah, that's uh they'll they'll have a local a local copy of it, even though got, Facebook kicked them off. Got all did you, did you lose any weight, Jason? Fuck those, man. Did, did you weigh yourself I, before you started? I, I, I ate a lot of chocolate while I was sitting here. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I had to keep feeling myself up. But to uh, be honest, I just had water, vitamin water. Um, I had, this was my this was my friend while I was um, while I was playing. Advil, <laughs> oh, sure. this, this was my. This was there was only about four left in it. This was my um, after the first day. I was like, man, my back's killing me, man. I'm like, this is tough. I'm like, this ain't easy. And they're like, oh yeah, Earl was here. He's like 16. I was like, okay, I can't really say much if he's been here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just like, not say anything. They're like, how are you feeling? I'm like, yeah, brand new. And I'm like stretching. <laughs> I've got my leg up on. If you watch back in the stream, I'm like got my leg up on the chair I'm sitting on now midway through like the run and i'm like stretching my legs out and like uh, it's tough man uh, you you're standing non-stop and bending down in the same position doing the same thing for what 12 13 hours a day maybe more yeah how many hours so uh, what was the actual time of the run two hours and 48 minutes you ran wow. seven hundred balls wow. in two hours. Wow! You ran. You seriously ran seven hundred balls in two hours. Two hours and forty-eight minutes. 
It took jo- what was Josh Smith? Like, wasn't Nate. it like wasn't Jones it like six hours? Took John Schmidt two days. Yeah. He ran 300 the first day, then recorded the next one the other day, and then stuck the video together. Perfect. <laughs> That's crazy. Two hours 48. No, I think him, I think it took him uh, four hours and 30 minutes to run his. That's incredible. That's nuts, man. Because he so doesn't I... play, he's not a super fast player. He plays quick, but. Four to run six twenty six is like four hours thirty minutes for him. That's a decent time. That's all right. Yeah, I would think that's pretty. That, that's that's reasonable. I was run. I was running ten. I was running ten racks in twenty seven minutes. <laughs> fifty fifty racks in two hours and fifty. That's Jesus Christ! I can't even do the maths on that. <laughs> Some guy just told me the maths on it is crazy. Like he, 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 Three minute racks with racking. Yeah, and he had and like every. He's, with racking. He's saying that it's like <laughs> he's saying it's like eighteen seconds a shot. But, but that's no, but that's the average for the whole match. You've got to take the racking time out of it as well. And the celebration, you know, you jumped up and down a couple of times. Seconds a shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't do this for uh, nothing. You know, this is not just for. Um, this is not just for having a high run. Like, I didn't do this for free. Nobody does. Uh, yeah, so, well, you tested uh, listen, yourself. I, um, I got, like, a lot of stuff, man, from, like, newspapers, like, New York Times, like, all sorts of people. Got, like, five different people contacting me. Sure. That's amazing. Good. That's good. That's, that's a good thing. Push it, push, it, push it properly, get a good marketing team on it, and, and, and make the most out of it, mate, because you, you, you fucking deserve that. You deserve it. How about the yeah. cover of Sports Illustrated? Yeah, not, the bikini, not the bikini issue, though, eh? <laughs> the bikini. This guy, well, you this can guy put him in a manscape set of undies. Yeah, this guy that's in charge, he's, they, there's like a team of them, so he's taking care of all that stuff. And um, awesome. I'm already like in on everything and I know what's going to happen. So, um, you know, it's fun. I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. And I did this all just because like leading up to the derby as well, you know, I... I Last year, I didn't really do well, man, just because, like, it's just the business, and I didn't really have a lot of time to practice as much as I should have. Um, not using the business as an excuse, maybe my own fault for not getting up and practicing for a few hours here and there, but when you're busy working all the time, it's tough um, to get motivated to do both, you know what I mean? Uh, so I wanted to start, like, practicing hard and... I did that last year before the Moscone Cup, so I got myself in that buzz. And then, obviously, I've just been practicing ever since. And, yeah, hopefully I can just keep playing. And I think mentally my mind has changed. Um, I feel like I'm just in that, like, I don't know. I think I'm in my prime right now. Um, I think well, everything's I think good. Anybody who runs 2,000 balls in five days has got to be pretty much in his prime. Yeah, but I just feel like everything's good in my life, you know. I'm not really worried about anything, so I can just kind of sit back now and do what I do best and play pool instead of worrying about working or, you know, doing a lot of shit at the pool room. So, Jason, how much contact have you had with John Schmidt since this happened? Oof. Yeah, all I know is today's the most he's used Facebook in the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, uh, uh, how's it going? 
Uh, good. Uh, we just uh, reviewed the video. Everything's correct. No errors, no fouls. Uh, seven fourteen is official. Awesome, man. Wow. Yeah. That, that's amazing. It's, it's Y'all guys did a great job. Thank you. 20 years in the making. Yeah, really incredible stuff. That was amazing. 20 years in the making until young Eagle I strolled in in five days and ruined it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, listen, I think, um, you know, 626 is not to be sniffed at. It was great and obviously didn't last too long. But, you know, I'm sure he'll have a few more runs. But, 714's there to stay for a while, so whoever wants to try it, go ahead. Are you Good gonna get yeah, I, wish, I wish you all the best. Get a big bag of Advil. <laughs> you need you need plenty of these for your back. These um, you need plenty of these biofreeze. Um, you need to take a big bag of chocolate. Off. You need to take your shoes off every couple of hours while you're playing and playing with your shoes off. Um, just to give your toes some air in that, and I've got literally got blisters all over my hands and on my toes and everything. I'm not. I think this might have been the hardest thing I've ever done playing pool. I used to play pool 12 hours a day when I was younger, and this this was just, this is just hardcore, really. Hard. Is there, are, can we can we expect the shots with Mister 700 or, or Mister 714 on the back of them? I'll see. I'll I'll text John. <laughs> I'll text John and see if it's allowed. <laughs> nah, he'll be all right. Hey, listen, whatever it is, what it is, it's, you know, if people want it, then I'll get it for them. Um, yeah, but it's it, it's good to it's good to have him. You know, I'm glad I stuck around. I'm glad I stuck around, and I knew my gut um, was telling me something was telling me to stay. I don't know what it was, but um, maybe my determination to to prove that I could do it. You made history, buddy. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, Jason. I think it not really kicked in yet because I've not really been to sleep and my head's all over the place. <laughs> I'm still thinking about some of the stuff that happened during the, the match, <laughs> like all all my other big runs like I was on. Like, who knows? One of them could have been bigger than what I got. All for like a skid or whatever. It's just But that's the game. Crazy. It's a crazy game. It's a nutty game. These were your runs starting at ninety. Of today, of the last session. Yeah, this was my runs, my last session, 380, 90, 98, 298, 253, 98, 154, and 714. 154 is the ending before that. Yeah. He, he had a 154 before the 714, so it could have connected for 868. True. Could have, would have, should have. It's a 714. I'm uh I'm old and exhausted. If you want to know the truth, I mean, uh, uh you know, I've been uh, trying to promote the game uh, for a long time, and you know, I went to uh, did commentary down at the International Street Pool. Uh, I mean, down by the International American Street Pool. I'm sorry. Uh, for the, uh, every day it was open. Then I went to Turning Stone and and uh, start talking to some of the players. They approached me, and this has never been done before. You got to understand, it's never been done where pool players you take them out of their element and try to get them to run high runs unlimited times with some with some motivation you know it's never been like an event uh, except for maybe derby city but that was you know small change and you know a few thousand or something here or there then then um you know valley forge a couple times that was the same thing um 
but the truth be known, I'm hearing stories like hundreds of players have been trying to break Willie Moscone's record. I've interviewed like everybody, Varner and Siegel and all these. None of these guys ever tried. The only person that confirmed they tried was Earl. And he said that he ran 480. He, he locked himself in a room for a month. Yeah. Um, so this is something that's never been done. So I want to let you know, because I'm a big billiard historian. You know, um, I know a lot about straight pool. You know, I, I learned from, from Lassiter and, uh, uh, and I knew Willie Moscone. Willie would be proud right now. I want to let you know. Not only would he oh, be yeah. proud, Willie would be the type uh, that would congratulate you and pull his pool cue out the next day and try to beat it. <laughs> he was very competitive. Um, you know, Willie was a little honorary, but he respected people's, uh, you know, what they won and what they accomplished. So um, this isn't the end of, of our event, by the way. We're going to do other things. We're going to have some challenge matches. We're going to have a women's division. Or we're going to probably put together some high high money matches also. But right now, um, in pool, like Varner told me back in the day with um, Johnson City, was if you won the nine-ball championship, the world championship, you know, you got a trophy. You got a little money. You won the one-pocket. You got a trophy, you got a little money. If you want a straight pool, you were king of the world. And right now, the king of the world is Jason Shaw. Yeah. Amen. That's the bottom line. He uh yes, he, he is. did not give up. I've never seen a person give up. I gave up a few times. I couldn't even stand up. I was racking the ball so much, <laughs> to be honest with you. He wore my ass out. I mean, I was racking trying to keep a pace with him, you know, like if you know, maybe something was a little harder, maybe I racked a little slower. I so a few times he was like almost like wanting to hit me while I wasn't finishing racking the last couple of balls and 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 I have the rack down where I can rack him, you know, basically in you like ten seconds, twelve seconds, you know, if needed to be. I couldn't rack quick enough for this guy. He's a hyper. You know, I I don't know what else I can say, but um um he he didn't end my event, but damn, he put one hell of a dent in it. <laughs> and he's king of the world right now. So when the challenge matches come up, um, they have to challenge, make a challenge match with Jason. I got to put him in the box right from the gate, you know. And uh, and unfortunately, I only had four players uh, that had attended this so far, uh, and he's the leader. So uh, the challenge matches start. We're hoping uh, to put something together that's really big. I mean, you know, not these hundred, two hundred thousand dollar matches, but certainly. You know, like a forty or fifty thousand dollar winner take all is going to be happening soon. I'm sure. Uh, nice. So we just got to find some opponents for them. That's the who's going to who's going to want to play them. <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for the people at Derby. I mean, he just won, yeah. he just won the Moscone really? Cup. He just won Turning Stone. He just set, he he just ran over seven hundred balls playing straight pool. I mean, uh, yeah, seven times, and he had a lot of pressure. And I commentated all the matches there. And you know he was he was uh, stuck on the hill a couple times. You know he had to come back. He was five nothing down to Earl, and he just came right back. And I think the next like uh, he won like the next twelve out of fourteen games. So he he never gave up, and he never. I want to make sure y'all know he never gave up here either. He really really tried. The story really went when we went out to dinner. I went to dinner with uh, Jason, and his wonderful uh, family, his wife and his children. And when we left, he was headed back to Connecticut and, you know, just kind of bumped fist and I thanked him for coming. And I was kind of sick in my stomach. Like, I, you know, I really didn't want to see him go. And I could see he wanted to stay and his wife was really pushing him to stay. But uh, he was ready to go back. And then I'm on the phone. The next thing I get a call, he's calling. So I was like, OK, well, I'll just call him back. Next thing you know, he's texting. Then he's texting. So then I finally got the phone. I said, you OK? He says, I'm not leaving, man. I'm going to play till 11 o'clock in the morning. So you better be ready in two hours to rack the balls. So he's going to put, he, so he was committed basically that he wanted to put down the play for another 14 hours. 
Um, wow. He wasn't leaving. He wanted. He wanted to leave with. Here's what the bottom line is. It wasn't about the money with Jason. Okay, it was about that he wanted to play and set a point. But it just so happens that he's driving a brakes truck home for for his accomplishment. <laughs> so that's that. I can't say any more than that. And there's other things that are going to happen with this. Hopefully, this will get him some. Um, well-known publicity and some sponsorship and other things also that should happen. So um, we're going to see what happens. I'm going to push everything I can. We Right now, as we're talking, we got the USA Today, the New York Times, Washington Post. Uh, who was the other outlet that they just said that somebody was talking about? The Queue It Up Network, I think. Uh, yeah, queue it up. Yeah, there you go, guys. Anyway, uh, then, uh, <laughs> no way. Hey, no I don't way. see y'all in our sponsorship. You need, need you, know? you need at least a thousand to get the queue up network involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, yeah, so, yeah. That's, so there's uh, going to be a lot of activity here in the next couple of days, and he's got such a busy schedule. But I want to let you know, he told me, he says, I want to be the person that runs 700 balls in this table. He says, I hope that you don't have anybody in because I'm coming the next day after Derby. So just schedule me in. And I just happen to have a gap because I got players scheduled, and I just happen to have that gap. And then uh, no more than that, uh, I just got a message from Darren Appleton and uh, Lee Van Cortez that wanted to play, and they wanted to fill that gap in, and Jason asked for it, and uh, I told him, okay, you got it. So he was going to come back on the, on the second of the month, and and he, he couldn't stand it. His stomach, he had the pain in his stomach. He wanted to get something done. He, he, you know, he was just trying to you see he wanted to run 500. He was. I don't think he was expecting 700. Honestly. No, that was my goal. 500 nods was my goal. 526 was my goal to to get there. But when I got past it and I got to 600, well, I got to like 580. I knew. I just knew I was going to hit a, a good number. I, everything was going my way. Earlier in the other days, it wasn't. But we spoke about the outside. Like we took a little break. Yeah. We was talking. We just said, look. If it's going to happen, it'll happen. It'll be there. You know, you've had many times where you've been right there and you've got bad rolls. You just need one good roll and then things will change. And that's what happened. The only thing I told Jason when he came, I said, I just want you to have fun, enjoy yourself, and I won't be coaching you. And I told him the same thing I tell everybody else. I don't know everything about straight pool, but I just don't know many people know more than me. And we discussed some patterns. We discussed uh, some things, you know, along the lines of some other things. And uh, the bottom line is if you – if you got to see him play the last few days, he wore that three-ball triangle pattern in pattern out. I mean, he wore it out. I mean, he just made the game look so simple he dissected the racks. I don't know what else I can say, but uh, I'm glad you all got the first interview with him. And, uh, well, who else? It's a cute yeah. Yeah. You want to say yeah, I do want to say, Bobby, thank you well, for uh, thank you for jumping in and talking with us a little bit right there. And yeah. I, I think uh, I think it'd be nice to get you on for your own episode someday and just just chat about what you're doing because I think it's uh, it's a pretty awesome thing and it's it's unfortunate. Who, that, who am I speaking with? Nate, who's, who's that talking? Nate. Oh, Nate, I think you just sent me a friend request on Facebook. Yeah, I sent you a friend I, request I saw, a couple days ago because I wanted to get you on. <laughs> but you got to understand. I mean, honestly, I'm just like y'all. I get hundreds of them all the time. Of course. And of I course. haven't gone to list. And I saw your name, and I apologize. I didn't erase it, but I will click that. And you can set that meeting up. And just give me like maybe a day or something to recover. <laughs> we yeah, we uh, I don't drink, but I don't drink, but I can assure you, none of us are going to drive out of here. <laughs> Nate, don't, don't, don't go sending them those naked photos. You know, keep it professional. This yeah, we're all well. We're all going to drink and pass out. Jason, say hello, say hello to Lily. She watched, she watched your last 15 racks with me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Lily. She watched the last 15 racks with me. She loved it. She was asleep the entire time. I'm going to go have to go get some blood pressure meds. This was, my, this was my view every time I'd run a couple of racks. I'd come over and I'd look out the window. I'd come over and I'd have a little look out and I'd say, don't fuck it up. Come on, Jay, let's go. <laughs> This might be the best bit. This might be the best picture. Losing the connection. Look at this big Scottish guy on top of the pool table. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go upstairs. Guys, enjoyed it, Jason. Well done, man. That was amazing. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Get some sleep. Take care of driving, yeah? Can't Congratulations, Jason. Hopefully we'll be watching you at the Derby, Jason. Yeah. Um, and I'll speak to you soon, yeah? Yeah, well, we didn't get anywhere. Yeah, go on, Jim. We didn't get anywhere close to everything we needed to get discussed today. So uh, I think what I'm finding out is we're we're like an hour and 32 minutes in at this point. Um, we got to do – We got to. well, I got to do an ad at least. If you guys want to hang around for this ad at least uh, – I got a mount, but yeah, we'll do another show this week, Nate. I think we're gonna have to do another show this week, maybe uh, Thursday or something like that. What do you, you Pinozo, Mike? You guys in? Yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll have to get another one in. So for everybody around that's still uh, tuning in, thank you very much for watching that. Uh, and if if you like what you heard with the show and you want to help support the future of it, support our sponsors. As you can see, we got uh, Predator Cues up there in the top right. We got Salado Pro app, and we got the One Pocket, but. We also have some outside money in the industry, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. I don't know what you're doing, Rob. But we are sponsored by Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0. And here's our awesome – all right, come on. Knock it off. Okay. There we go. All right, we're just going to get rid of him. All right. Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop from 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. What a read. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code QITUPPOD for 20% off plus free shipping. Are you done yet, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. All right, you're good. All right, so uh, I'm done, done uh, removing you from that. That's interesting. Uh, this is the best way to support the podcast. If you like what we're doing here, support the support the sponsors who support our show. And uh, yeah, thank you all very much for tuning in today. Hopefully, it was a good show for all you guys. And oh, what a, I like this show this today. Probably on Thursday, I guess. Uh, what do you think? We'll probably probably go about Thursday around noon or one o'clock or two o'clock, something like that, Central U.S. time. Does that sound about right? Perfect. Something like that. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you, I guess, later this week. Well, we might as well get Earl on. But you get him on and we'll have him. All right. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone.